Welcome beautiful writers to my channel. Today we're going to discuss character arc. But before we get started, if you've been here before, thank you so much. If you're new, welcome. And I'd love if you would subscribe and hit that notification button. Thank you so much. So character arcs. Stories are all based on human desires and the actions that your characters go to attain those desires. Identifying your character's needs plays a big part in your story and will help you understand your characters and will help you with the character arc. The first thing is the protagonist has to have a weakness. That weakness can come in many different forms. It can be psychological, emotional, societal, intellectual, cultural, religious. Any of them, it has to be some kind of weakness. They can't be perfect and they have to learn to overcome that weakness for a satisfying ending. Their weakness also involves changing, growing. It could be a moral weakness that hurts other people. It could be a psychological weakness that hurts themselves. But in the beginning of a story, your character has a weakness and it often begins with a crisis. A character has to have a desire, something they want. In your story, in the beginning, there is a trigger and it's the driving force, something they really, really, really want. It could be something like protecting their family or achieving fame or getting out alive. Their desire is the driving force behind every story. You, the writer, get to play God and figure out what is their desire. Now the opponent or the antagonist, there's a reason they're called that, right? They prevent the protag from achieving that desire and they stop them at the deepest level, the deepest emotional level. An opponent or the antagonist can be a person, a bunch of people, a group, a location, society, culture, religion, the weather, anything. It's up to you. And there should be many things that stop the protagonist from achieving their desire. Every protagonist has a desire and so therefore they have a quest. A quest to meet that, attain that desire. And the rising action, the story itself, is all those actions that they take to beat down their opponent. An emotional opponent, a real physical person, human opponent, a robot opponent, society, politics. Once again, you choose the opponent. This is all in the rising action. And during that rising action, and you have to up the ante all the time, there's often a reversal or a failure. So things might be going really good. What needs to happen? Bam! Something needs to take them out. Something needs to surprise them. They need to have a whole bunch of roadblocks. It can be a surprise. Sometimes it's just they were blindsided by something. Once again, it could be politics. It could be the weather. It can be on the wrong end of a sword. Who knows? That's up to you. 
So a lot of times when I hear new writers saying, I have the beginning and I have the end, but I'm having trouble with the middle. It should just go in this beautiful uphill. It should be just an increasing level of tougher choices, more actions that the protagonist has to do to get whatever it is they want. Often they have to make critical choices. And once again, those choices, if you really want to, you know, twist the heart of your readers, they need to be gut level emotional choices for the protagonist. Now, when you get to the climax, that's the final battle. You've seen this in every battle movie, every action movie ever, right? Okay, it's the final conflict with the opponent or opponents. It has to be better, cooler, more emotional, more, more. It has to be more, more than anything you did in the story. Otherwise, it just leaves you falling kind of flat. During this climax, the protagonist has a self-revelation, a personal epiphany. The protagonist sees their honest self. They have that epiphany. They have their aha moment. So here the protagonist has a choice. They can move to a higher plane or a lower plane, a higher level or a lower level. The change that they make is going to be fundamental and permanent. If it's a bad self-revelation, it can result in a horrible crime or they do the terrible wrong thing and it ends in their demise. Shakespeare's tragic character, you know it doesn't end well for them. For example, Macbeth. What happened in the end? He saw himself clearly. He compared himself to a actor strutting and fretting upon the stage, signifying nothing. And what does he do? He goes down fighting the tragic character. Or they can have a great epiphany, a great realization, and know that they have to do the right thing. We love those kinds of movies and books. So the end, the last chapter for movies, it's maybe, I don't know, the last one or two minutes, if that, there's a new normal. The protagonist either moves to a higher or lower level. They've overcome their weaknesses. They've become a better person. If you're writing a sequel or you're writing a series with the same character, that's where you have to figure out if there is a new weakness or a weakness that emerged from overcoming that weakness because the character always needs to move forward. Your characters always need to have character growth. And that's what it means when an editor or a reader says there was no character growth. What they mean was there was no character arc. They did not see what the character learned. Every character should learn something about themselves, how they react to situations. That's character arc. Thanks for watching. And if you haven't already, hit the subscribe and notify button. And remember writers, dream, create, and embrace. Thanks for watching.